Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Why, hello, friend. Welcome to Convos for Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, a.k.a. T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly, meaning an extraordinary life by your own design. On this podcast, we explore the journey of creating the life of your desires. So let's get to it. So today I want to talk about growth and accountability, So it's been like this glaring message that I've been receiving in all sorts of places and spaces over the last couple of days about um, holding ourselves back, right? Um, So this instance has shown up in three separate ways for me. One, it was I was scrolling through TikTok and this girl was talking about plants and how a plant doesn't won't thrive in the same pot as the plant grows you need to change out the pots um i am not an experienced gardener but i do love having plants in my space and i have seen this like firsthand where you know some of my plants are starting to really grow, especially as I sing to them, give them Reiki, um, show them the love, don't overwater them. <laughs> you know, I'm learning and growing and they are growing and thriving. And now some of my plants, I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, I need to change their environment up so that they can continue to thrive, so that they can actually survive right? And and the same goes with us as people. And I will touch on that in a second because I want to share the other stories for you as well. So again, another day, uh, scrolling through TikTok and a another creator shows up and they have a message and it's a similar message, but with a snake. And I love that it's a snake, even though I I call them nope ropes. I I do not want to deal with them in the physical form. Um, I do really appreciate what they represent on a spiritual level, which is like transformation, growth, expansion. Uh, If you know anything about snakes, you know that they shed their skin quite regularly. Um, they, They shed and in, in order to grow, like they create new skin and it's a whole large, like, I mean, we shed our own skin, so to speak, but it flakes off and it's not really noticeable, but snakes do so in a very noticeable way. It's like a quantum leap, if you will, because you see that huge encasing when they have removed themselves from their previous space into the next level which is really, really cool. And the story that this woman shared was talking about she owns a a ball python and she had this python for about five years. And she noticed that, you know, her python was shedding, but the eyes weren't shedding. Um, It was unable to like see and like she she thought it was really weird. So she took, took the python to the vet and the vet was like, well, what size tank do you have? And I believe she said something like 20 gallons uh, tank and like she's like is very um, 
confident that she's been taking great care of her snake for the the last five years and so she's like she's feeling a little taken aback by by this vet like questioning her on like how her 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 mothering skills essentially um and then the vet was like well actually at this size you should be keeping your snake in a 50 gallon tank because you don't want to when you're raising a snake you want to Put them in an environment that will allow them to grow to the size you want to them to be, not the size that they currently are. You want to provide the space for their expansion, for their growth, for their thriving, their survival, right? Aha, uh-huh. we are the same way right we want you know if we're in a business and we see ourselves in the future of wanting to make you know six figures seven figures eight figures whatever your soul desires when you're looking at that business you have to also think about scalability right you know if you are selling I don't know, let's say you are making like tiny ring boxes. I don't know, something super small. You might sell it for like 20 bucks, but your dream is to have a million dollar business. Well, how many of those tiny boxes are you going to have to create to get to that million dollar business? At some point, I would assume that you would need some sort of help to scale your business to the like ability to make enough boxes to sell a million dollars worth of revenue, you know, in a year or whatever whatever your goal is, right? Like sometimes we can't do it all on our own. We can't we have to create the space to allow ourselves to thrive. And then the final instance that it showed up for me, and that was today, um, I I was t- I talked about it in the last episode of cleansing and clearing and and working with my crystals and and setting up a new new grids and and new intentions for myself moving forward, and I realized like I have like all my crystals kind of like laid out and I'm organizing them and you know thinking like what. What job am I going to give them? Where, what, what intention am I going to set with these particular ones? And I'm categorizing them and putting them in piles. And I'm realizing if you've ever, if you've never done crystal gridding uh, or worked with like sacred geometry or anything like that, it takes multiple crystals to build out like a shape. And, and you can set that intention with the shape because crystals operate at a frequency and depending on maybe like the color, the kind, um, a lot of crystals have multiple um, properties that can help with with how you're going to use them. So like, you know, I, I think like carnelian, for example, you can use it for passion and vitality. Uh, motivation. Uh, I think of like the in numerology, the number eight, right? Momentum. And so you could use carnelian maybe for love. Maybe you're looking to add more passion into your love life, but maybe you want to add the carnelian because you want to have more energy and vitality to your body. So maybe you're wanting to make something for healing, uh, like physical body healing, or maybe you want want some like you want a new 
burst of energy in your business. So maybe you want to throw carnelian over there. So it really just kind of depends on how you want to use it. And, and so you could do it for gritting. You could wear it on your physical person and jewelry or, or like a palm stone, whatever. There's multiple things. And if you really want to like get into working with crystals, we can talk about it at another date. You can post it in the Abubbly Life Facebook community and we could chat about it. Or um, I can point you to other practitioners that actually have businesses that specifically focus on crystal work, uh, if that's something that is of interest to you. But anyways, so I've learned all this stuff. I've collected all of these tools and resources for myself. And over the years, like I, I like to purchase like chunky crystals, like bigger crystals. Uh, and so I'm looking at all of these crystals and some of them that I want to intend for uh, different intentions, for a lack of a different word. Um, I'm like, man, these are some big crystals. And I'm not sure where I'm going to put them. Where is there enough space to create the the grid that I want to create with these crystals? Because they're all of like kind of like a voluptuous size and I'm here for it yes to the thickums um but and so I was just like huh I think I just need a bigger house <laughs> it's not I need I should have bought smaller crystals no I need a bigger house I need a bigger space to facilitate the magic the the intentions the work that I am here to do right? The experiences that I'm here to have, these are support systems. And I feel called to say that like, when, when we work with crystals, it's not about like worshiping them or, or praying to them or anything like that. It is an energetic frequency that we are trying, we are using to support in our alignment with whatever blessing, uh, intention, whatever we're trying to bring and manifest into the physical form. So, that that's just a clarification I feel called to, to bring up since I've heard that come up a couple of times in the past couple of days that maybe some people might not fully understand um, how that works, right? So we're, we're using it as a tool. So for those who might be familiar with like uh, Christianity, it might, you might think like, you know, the Bible isn't God, but it is a tool used to help connect you with your spiritual father right you know like it, it's not it's not the being <laughs> but it is something that is connected it is a physical representation that can help you or or wearing a cross or whatever you're not worshiping the the necklace or whatever that you're wearing you might pray at a cross but it's not the cross specifically that you're worshiping right you're you're utilizing that as a physical entity to connect you with the higher power so all that to say, um, my crystals are like glaring at me that I need a bigger space. And now, cool, like I love my apartment. And yes, I do want to move uh, sometime in the near future. And I and I'm, you know, allowing myself the perfect timing and the perfect space to show up for me. So I'm not forcing that, right? Like I'm like, I'm hearing this sound and I'm like, all right, cool awesome. I'm keeping an eye out and I'm looking for a bigger physical space. But while I'm in this place, I also understand that I can shift an energetic space, right? And let's talk about that for a second, right? So in order for us to thrive and grow, we have to hold ourselves accountable for where we want to go. 
Yes. So I have a, uh, you could call it an accountability altar. Uh, you could call it an intentions altar, but I have a, a altar that I like to walk up to in the morning and set my daily intention. And, um, I tend to keep the same intention for an extended period of time, maybe a week to like a full month, depending on where I find myself uh, in the receiving of the intention or the fruition of the practices needed to make it come, uh, the consistency in the practices that needing to bring it to fruition. So like, let's say, you know, I intend to be healthy. Uh, I want to feel healthy and happy in my body, which is true. And so I'm recognizing, okay, I recognize that I'm doing a lot a great in terms of movement, but I need to work on my food. And that's been something consistent in my life. And I'm and like, you know, there's nothing wrong with I'm not getting down on myself about my past choices and food like I like you know food is delicious and I love sharing it with my friends and I love the experiences that I've had around that have been connected to food but also recognizing there are times where you know I overeat probably more often than I should and having being more intentional about the amount of food that I'm eating but also the quality of food in my I'm eating I've noticed you know sometimes like you know, I did so great and I was like super excited about losing weight. And sometimes I get really like I notice when I make a big um, shift and, and like I celebrate all of a sudden I like celebrate with food and like, yeah, I did it. I made it to, you know, the number that's on my driver's license. Well, let me eat this like 18 chocolate pretzels or let me like you know it's not like it's a direct correlation of like how my thoughts work but in some on some level I end up putting myself in a situation where I'm going back to old habits because you know I'm I I hit a goal and then I'm relapsing right and I'm recognizing that so when I set my daily intention you know it brings brings to the forefront this accountability of like okay well I said I was going to be healthier you know how much water have I drank today what foods am I eating today uh if I notice that I'm I'm binging on junk food like you know am I am I even hungry why am I doing this like how do I feel in this moment maybe I should put it away maybe I should if I'm still feeling unsatisfied, uh, maybe I should work on like bringing some protein in or something that actually is nourishing my body and really just not getting down on myself, but acknowledging my habits so that I can hold myself accountable, take radical self-responsibility for what my behavior is and make a change if necessary, if it's not in alignment with what I am trying to experience for myself. Yeah. So there's, that's what it is, right? So I'm creating the space. I am setting these intentions and creating this space. So if we're talking healthy and we're having an issue with food, all right, well, what foods do I have in my home? You know, if I have, if I notice that I'm eating, binging on Doritos and chocolate covered pretzels and whatever, well, what do I have that is better for me or makes me feel better in my body you know I'm not gonna say like that's a bad food versus this is a good food we don't want to put those like qualifications on the food but what food makes me feel better when I eat it yeah like what food 
better resonates with how being feeling healthy, feeling light, um, not feeling bloated, not feeling like what foods feel cleaner to me, what foods feel vibrant to me, right? And so, okay, I can also recognize, do I have vibrant foods in my home, right? And like, that is creating space, right? You know, people talk about meal prepping. I live at home or I work from home, so I'm home all the time. And yes, there are times where, yes, meal prepping can help. But I, I feel comfortable in the fact that I can pretty much cook at any given time throughout the day and, and give myself one, a break from my computer because I can be feel like I've chained myself to it sometimes. So cooking can be a respite if I allow it to be, right? So with that, it's like, okay, well, creating space would look like filling my fridge and my cabinets with foods that my body enjoy. I like, I enjoy eating and my body enjoys receiving, you know, my body feels nurtured by, yeah. And I also recognize from this on this food aspect, you know, I grew up constantly being on some sort of diet, right? And so I know for myself that I'm working on the lifestyle change. I'm tired of fad diets. I'm trying, I'm tired of forcing something to happen quickly, which I know is a common um, part of my, my cycle, right? I I do it with business. I do it with love. I do it with all the major things that I want to create something from. I'm like, I need it now. What are the, what's the like quick fix schemes that people seem to have, have created what I desire for themselves by doing, right? And so it's like, let's do this diet. Let's do that diet. Let's do this marketing strategy that's worked for this person. Let's do that one, right? And and so I adopt all these things. But one, is it sustainable? Two, do I enjoy doing it? And three, they all seem to fail. So at this juncture, it's like, all right, when I look at my my health, I am looking at what is going to have longevity? What is going to give me the results I'm looking for, but also not make me miserable, right? So whole foods, let's focus on just like eating real food. That's that's where I'm at here. Like eating real food. There's no good, there's no bad, there's no whatever, but like the more ingredients that are on a um on a label or on a box, the the less likely it's real food unless it's like, you know, an actual meal that's been created and it's like just listing carrots, peas and potatoes or or whatever, right? Making sure it's stuff that I actually know what the frick it is. So there, that's that's the health focus for right now. That's my intention, and and going to my altar every morning and resetting that intention and revisiting that intention helps me to stay accountable. Same goes for being happy, and going going through and like, all right, what's gonna make me feel fulfilled today? Am I happy today? And so that one actually has to be checked in with throughout the day. Um, how am I feeling? Am I grinding right now? Am I, have I taken a breath right now? Like in the last like 
three hours <laughs> like where where am I like vibrating at am I when was the last time I smiled or laughed or whatever am I really just like you know pedal to the what the metal or or am I like actually living in this moment especially those of us who like work full-time jobs that are like at a computer it can be really easy to just get on this autopilot very driven focused on the computer kind of space and not even realizing that we haven't laughed or or really like engaged in the fact that we are living a life right here right now we are focused on being whatever our job title is putting out the fires doing the things putting in the time and the hours in order to get the pay that we've agreed upon in the contract for this job and is it really enough is it really worth it is it really living these are the questions that you know sometimes we have to ask ourselves so we have that right and then for me you know i look at my love life and it's like part of me is just like i just need to find the one and then get married and be whatever and like not like there's like so much pressure there for it to like I don't know, define some sort of meaning within myself by having a romantic partner. And I, and like, analytically, I know like, uh, it's whatever, but like, I do like the experience. I am a hopeless romantic. I love romance and rom-coms and all that kind of stuff. And the ooey gooey, warming, cozy, cuddly feelings that come with it. And that is like a hundred percent me. And in my sweet bubbles like personality, oh my gosh! Um, side chat, like I watched this TikTok that was like, if you're familiar with the Powerpuff Girls, there's Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup, and there's like a filter that's like, which Powerpuff Girl are you? And the girl was like, if I don't get Buttercup, if I don't get Buttercup, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad. And I was sharing it with a friend, and I was like. This is me. I feel this because like Buttercup is like so badass and I've always wanted to like align better with the badass characters and TV shows. So Buttercup, love. Um, Louise and like Bob's Burgers, love. Like all the like just say who are, whatever the fuck is on their mind and like take no take no shit from anyone. Badass bitches. They might come off a little angry it's okay. Love them. They may have like Leo energy. I don't know. But I find I am friend, very much friends with a lot of these people with this personality, but I am not that. I am Linda Belcher. I am Bubbles. <laughs> My friend was like, you're, you're 100% Bubbles. And I was like, no. He was like, but Bubbles like can get vicious. You don't know. Like that is you. You're like sweet until someone pokes you the wrong way. And I was like, okay, fair. True, I guess I am a bubbles, but whatever. <laughs> that's a bubbly life. I love it. Not really. That's not where a bubbly life came from, but I had to digress on that one because I thought that was like so funny. But in that, there's nothing wrong with any one of their personalities or being any like they're all completely individual people and they're totally freaking awesome in their own own right. And we have to remember that about ourselves, that we're totally freaking awesome in our own right. And then thus trust ourselves to be able to grow into the version of ourselves that we want to be because we are already them. 
we're already that person. We just need to behave like that person, right? You know, we don't need to be, you know, all right, well, I want to be the kind of person that's like the CEO of a, you know, I want to be a person that is the CEO of a multi-million dollar business. All right, well, what does a multi-million dollar business owner behave like? What do they do? What are some of their um, behaviors? What, what are their hobbies? What are things that they do on a daily basis that make them that, right? Yeah, I want to have a body of a bodybuilder. I don't, but like, you know, like if you're thinking it that way, like I want to have the body of a bodybuilder. Well, what does the bodybuilder do? They, they build the body on a daily basis. Like they eat, sleep and, and drink and work out bodybuilding. <laughs> like that's all they like, right. You know, what they eat is like very important to bodybuilding, what they do to their body and how they exert each and every individual muscle is a part of bodybuilding, like all of this stuff. And we have, if you're not going to be a bodybuilder sitting on your couch eating bonbons, that is completely the opposite being a bodybuilder, right? So we have to put in the behaviors of what the future self or the, the ideal self you're looking for. We have to create the space, right? Even if we're not in the space right now. So like I said, you know, my crystals, I need a bigger home. Well, I'm not going to go out and buy a bigger home right this second. That would be great if I could. But like that is not <laughs> the uh, that is not necessarily a possibility in this exact moment for me to just like walk down the street and be like that house. It's mine. Okay, thanks. Bye. And just like walk into it. Like, you know, I don't think that's I could try, but I don't think it's going to work out the way I want it to work out. So we're just not going to do that right now. But what I can do is set up the space, set up the mindset, know where where I want to go. And what, is, what does that look like for me to get a bigger physical space? Maybe it's, it's a new roommate. Maybe, um, you know, finding this space in terms of like maybe if I'm living by myself, then like, all right, well, how much finances do I have to align with to make the space that I am desiring to have for myself show up for me. Okay. All right. So I need to make maybe this much of my business, you know, grow my, you know, my commission at work this much. This is need to happen. I am the kind of person that, it, that behaves this way. I'm the kind of person that shows up for my business every single day so that my business is going to be, you know, seven figures. It might not look exactly the same tasks that I do every single day, but I'm going to show up in my business every day because that's what a seven figure business owner would do. Yeah, I am going to reflect the behavior of the me that I desire to be because I am already her, even if the accoutrement that comes with the me that I desire to be is not yet present. That is creating the space. That is holding ourselves accountable. That is the growth process and mindset. So I'm super excited for all of this growth and expansion that's coming for me. And I'm excited for you to experience it as well. So I've mentioned it before and I'm going to keep mentioning it because this is a process, y'all. Right? <laughs> we're growing and we're building something that is sustainable long term and what I desire. Right? So with that, we've got the membership okay we have the a bubbly life membership focused on taking radical self-responsibility 
for creating the life of our desires, right? Creating your version of a bubbly life, right? So if you have the, (laughs) I feel like I'm saying right all the time. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I'm just like super excited, right? (laughs) Okay. With that, you can go to www.abubbly.life slash luxury living, check out all the things, but there is a tab for join the A Bubbly Life membership. Click on that. You can sign up. As of right now, the membership is not in full swing. The Facebook group is still a free Facebook group. But if you want to sign up now before everything fully launches and becomes a whole thing. You want to be an early adapter, as they say. You want to pre-order your iPhone, whatever number we're on at this point. Then, as a gift to you, by signing up early, you're going to get a 30-minute one-on-one session with me once a month leading up to the closure of the free community and the full-on launch of the paid community. And inside this community, we're going to be holding masterminds. We are going to hold ourselves accountable for creating an extraordinary life. So expect uh, group coaching sessions or group masterminds, whatever, however you want to call it, uh, whatever resonates better with you. Same, same, but different, <laughs> I guess. Uh, we are going to be diving into our habits and diving into What do we need to do to make our lives, our dream lives, become a reality? Okay? And I know each of us is different. We each have different things that we're working on. I know I have multiple things that I am working on. So this is going to help us all grow. And I'm really excited for this space and and building something that is scalable to hold space for so many individuals to keep growing and expanding and maybe this isn't the time for you for the membership that is totally okay um still feel free you know we've got the podcast uh i am also you know, show up on facebook instagram tiktok with a lot of free content that you can be a part of and i just ask that in reciprocity of receiving all this goodness that you invite and share with your friends to like check things out and and listen to the podcast or or follow me on on social media uh or on youtube or whatever so that like we can all build an amazing community of people who are striving and thriving to create a bubbly life. With that, I say ta-ta for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I love you so, so much. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.